The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. Welcome back. It's hour two of In This League right here on the Sports Grid. It is In This League. I'm Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for any consideration you have of uh, stopping by and checking us out over at InThisLeague.com because that takes you to our Patreon where we we literally have everything. Uh, comedy secret shows, lists. We've got actually a video of our most recent podcast. That's a new edition, Uncensored Mock Draft. And you know we've been putting a lot of work in with the presumed baseball return, which, you know, if, if players don't get their money and can't spit their seeds, I don't know. And if, you know, teams don't get every single dollar back, will they want to, uh, you know, will they want to battle it out? But we have been battling it out with our mock drafts and we've got four, actually, yeah, four that are up right now on the Indus League Fantasy Baseball podcast that people can listen to. And we built in all the stuff, you know, 82 games, universal DH, that's how we're drafting. So you guys can check out that, the results, and we've even got video over on Patreon. So. Come and support your boys, because why not? So much fun. Why not? Why would they not want to, Bachman? I just don't understand it. I don't get it either. Aren't so, we so great? Aren't we the best? Yeah, I think we are. Nah, we're I not. think we're pretty damn good myself. So we're all right. Yeah. Come uh, make it rain on our faces. Yeah. So. You know, I got to tell you, <laughs> careful about that. Oh. Uh, very disappointed. We have gone one week. And you want to know what has not happened in one week? No. I'm what? A single. Welshio or Baggio? No, 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 no. I, I, you know what? I keep forgetting to tell you, we got one. We got, we one. got one, or we, we, oh, you no, hold, no, you hold that money. One. Well, we, no, yeah. it's not a we. It's a you or me. <laughs> yeah, but I keep forgetting to tell you. That's the thing. So, so someone, yes. someone purchased for both of us. Rob didn't. Fam, the very first army member has purchased a combined what Welshio and Baggio. Actually, you know what? What I'll was the price on that right now? So, uh, well, you'll get half of it. I'm going to send you half what? this second. I keep forgetting to, I just keep forgetting to bring it up. Did you guys this- all hear that? This MFR was about to pocket all that cash until I brought it up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What a whore. What a, so, come on. What kind of, what kind of business are you running? He sent money. We, the whole point oh. of well shields and Baggios are they get them quickly you have taken this man's money, not given me my money, and we haven't given him his video. What is wrong with you? He did say take your time. 
So, oh, okay. um, so and, we have one. We kind of been on a schedule crunch the last week too. So yeah, well uh, you have th- there you is the your half, book. and we will have to make it when we're when we're done here. I was also going to ask him if he half. wanted to wait until we see each other. That is half. Oh, so well, I don't see pretty, anything. Pretty good. So. I, I see nothing. So half of nothing so far is pretty. Uh, oh, here we go. It's coming in. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh okay. That's a that's that's a uh, premium price that we just got paid on our yes. well. So remember, reminder. Welshio and Baggios are essentially our version of cameos. All you have to do is send twenty dollars, twenty dollars to at the Welsh or at Bogman on uh, Venmo. I keep saying Vimeo. Am I doing that again? Yeah, Venmo. Okay, Venmo. on Venmo, you send that with your request. You could it could be a video for your significant other. You could just want us to say something. You just give it just like cameo, except there's no website. And it's through Venmo and that's it. And you send it to either one of us or I guess, Rob, you can pay a premium price to get us together. So, uh, I mean, that's what right. do we do? Do we go jump on like StreamYard and do a little video for him? You know what? That's a fantastic idea. And I don't want to give away what he wants us to do, oh, but okay. it is very funny. Oh, really? So, okay. And yeah, this is just for him. This is his video that he per- personally purchased that he gets to do whatever he wants with. It's an attack on another army member. Oh, wow. I thought he was going to ask for you, like you to do some like weird stuff, like with your feet what? or something. With my feet? I don't know. I don't, I, mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I guess enjoy them now until the diabetes gets them, right? So, I guess. Yeah, I saw, <laughs> I saw memes. The memes are incredible, by the way. Like, I've never been a big, like, into memes person, but they have been overwhelmingly fantastic during COVID-19. Like, if we're, if we're looking for a silver lining, it's that the memes have been great. I do like the My Plans in 2021 uh, recently. Have you seen those? Uh, yes. Oh, dude, that's all there are anymore. It's like something, you know, early photo and then some wreck of a photo after. Or people right, have gotten right. creative like, with it. I sent you one the other day and you gave me no response. So I'm assuming you hated it. Uh, it was Carol Baskin's that. husband. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it says My Plans. And he's playing with a tiger, and then uh, 2020, it's Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. So. Did you hear that they are, um, they're, re- they're, well, I don't know if they're reopening, they're but reopening it. Well, two hand, uh, handwriting experts, they commented on, um, I don't know the what will. it was, the yeah, will, yeah. you think? Well, and they were like, yeah. it's clearly a forgery. Ford. Right. It's yeah, clearly and that's a forgery. What, and that was my hot take on, uh, you know, Tiger King was the, the guy was kind of a bastard. Like he was beating on her and stuff from what, you know, we were told. Maybe that's all not true, but he picked her up when she was like 16 years old off the side of the road. And he was like 35 or whatever. So the dude was a creep. Right. So, you know, if she did something to protect herself, I get it. But then, you know, cutting his family out and his children out, that's not okay. So that was the, the thing, you know, that that I didn't think was okay. But anyway, the the memes have been fantastic. And I saw one that said. Uh, pro tip, and it was one of those, you know, you've seen those infomercials, right, where uh, it's like a thing that you can hang on the back of your closet door and you can put all your shoes in it, Yeah. you know? It says, hey, look, if you're diabetic and they have to cut your feet off, get rid of the shoes, put candy in those. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Were you planning? Yeah. Are you planning? Well, I mean, I'm taking notes okay. for <laughs> eventual, you know, Things that are definitely going to happen for sure. So, so yeah, it's I don't, not the worst idea. You I mean, put some baby Ruth's in there, something. Oh, you know. maybe. Oh, you know what? Okay, 
uh, dangerous to do this because I don't want, I just want to take us on a, I want to focus on cameos. We're trying to build a side business here. And I don't want to go away from it, but I <laughs> well, do may, want to say. Maybe somebody wants to send us a, uh, you know, Welshio or Baggio eating a baby Ruth or something. Well, you know, I would be very happy to do Welshio's um, breaking down candy bars. I'll do a versus candy bar series if you want. But I what about, say, what if it's pickle chips? Nope. Oh, no, no. That's a premium. That's a premium. You have premium to pay. Premium Welsh Eel. That's a premium Welsh Eel. That, that is not a $20 Welsh Eel. But um, yeah. I think the most underrated candy bar on the planet, because you were talking about putting Baby Roos. I don't particularly like Baby Roos. Most underrated candy bar in the land, Fifth Avenue. I, a hundred grand to me. That Those ones. What are the hundred grand ones? Those nuts and caramel and like every other chocolate bar? Well, it's like peanut butter. It's like, it's like a, it's, Honestly, it's like a big Reese's cup with nuts in it. Mm. That's what it tastes like to me. So baseball so, players just grabbing them left and right. They're like, oh, look at all these yeah, nuts yeah. in here. Got to adjust this <laughs> right here. Got to adjust my hundred grand. Got to move this. So. Okay, so hundred grand, and I'm saying Fifth Avenue. I haven't seen a Fifth Avenue, and I don't know how long. That used to be my absolute go-to. Is, I don't even know if they make, them. Is, I I they make them anymore. Let's so I, I, Fifth <laughs> Avenue candy. Is that still a thing? I don't know. It's made by Hershey, by the way, which I did not know. Don't you, know you have a that friend that works our, at Hershey? Uh, <laughs> I, well, you want me to, to tell the rest? You know what? I don't. I don't have a friend that works at Hershey because I don't want to expose any more secrets Why? on this show today. So I was just about to do one, and then I'm well, like, what's a secret? No better no, than I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I will tell you on the break. No, come on. This is I, a, no one's you, listening. You we're done. You're being no. ridiculous. No one's no. listening. No. What's the secret? Apparently, you can get, this is almost the price of a Welshio, you can get an 18-pack from Office Depot of Fifth Avenue. Why does Office Depot have Fifth Avenue bars? <laughs> that seems like the last the place last on the they planet. Produced them, they sold them to Office Max or Office Depot or whatever it is. There's no way that those are You know are those are from 1997. There's no way that those are good. I'm going to go on Amazon real quick. Fifth Avenue. I haven't had one in just so long so i don't even think they're available on here Let's well see. i mean how hard have you looked have you looked beyond no, like the, the cashier register spot so look at this deal um fifth avenue candy bar box oh but you get two boxes 48 dollars on amazon okay I mean, that's that, that seems pretty. like a lot that did seems, you know that well i almost gave away the secret why again. are you not saying things because it's weird. And what is weird? Not... I want to hear it. Come on. Uh, you will. You well, just don't say it right, right now. now. We, get, we, we got radio to do, Bogman. So tell me. I know we got stories. radio. I, I'm not. I'm just not. I don't know if this is inside secrets or whatever. So I'm not oh, going you're, to say well, You're just being so ridiculous. But I, I think. Um, All right, if, fine. Here's what it is. Oh, okay, great. It, it's uh, that uh, our chocolates made by, a lot of them made by Hershey, are ha have so little chocolate or their formula to make the chocolate is so uh, bad that other countries will not call it chocolate. What do so they call it? So that's why you can't call, that's why you can't find, they call it chocolatine instead of chocolate because huh. it's not, uh, other, other countries have better standards and weights for their chocolate, so it has to have X amount of cacao or cocoa or whatever it is in it cacao. to actually call it uh, chocolate and the our, our stuff that we get that we eat 
is disgusting to people. Uh, that's overseas. probably that's like McDonald's. Like McDonald's, there's like not even milk. Are they, you about to do Royale with cheese to me right well, now? Well, no, I just say like just their ice cream is. I, th- I think it actually might be vegan because it's not even ice cream, and their burgers are made of. I mean, if their burgers made of like seaweed or some bull crap, I know that. I mean the the stuff that they no the burgers aren't made out of seaweed. It's just I think it's just Mexican beef is, is what they use, and I love that too. By the way. Uh, Wendy's loves to say real North American beef. I thought it's this like, was America. This is American beef. North American beef. We all know it's coming from Mexico. So yeah, uh, whatever you. Oh, say. Oh yeah, when they because they say because they say North American, they don't say American. North American yeah. beef. Yeah, and you know some uh, Raphaels will look at that and be like, oh look, it's American beef they're using. Uh, but the um. I lost my train of thought here. We were talking about the. You're just uh, saying Hershey doesn't have any actual chocolate in it. Countries hate it, and you just exposed a big secret of Hershey. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's a secret. I, I think if you got, that's why you know when um, uh, we may or may not have had people send us uh, Canadian candy through the mail. Yeah, and, and uh, we're like, does this taste different? It tastes a little different, but I didn't find it like noticeable. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like okay, the chocolate taste. I don't know. We're like just... a little more rich. But uh, other we just than shovel that, things in our mouth, so it's not that yeah. big. Of I mean, yeah, a deal. we are big fat disasters. That's I'm gonna true. look now because apparently it says like Walmart's and stuff have them, but a box of uh, 18 Fifth Avenues is like 20 bucks. That is one uh, Welshio that people could do. So I was just a little bit disappointed. We had this whole new business stream. It's gonna be great. People are gonna want videos from us, and everything will be better in life. And we didn't get one, but then you were just holding one back. Yeah, yeah, I did forget. Still only uh, one though. I- I mean, I got that on like Monday too. Totally forgot. Wow. So he said, "Take your time," but then he's just like, "I know." I said, "Take your time, guys." But uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Where's so. uh, where, where's my, where's my video? So it's okay. So that's <laughs> oh, a unique. I'm sorry, I thought I said have it by Friday. Yeah, so. <laughs> you got time to uh, do podcast, but you don't got time to do my Wellshield cameo. <laughs> Itelio, I guess, is the combo one. So you guys right. can do it at the Welsh or at Bogman on Vimeo and get your. Uh, personalized videos. Bogman will take his shirt off, rub his nipples, no, or I do won't. whatever. I won't do any of that. So. Would, you, would you cut off a little piece of hair and send it to someone? No. You know what? I don't really have a problem with the uh, uh, cutting off the hair, but I don't want to go to the mail to send stuff. That's so. a good point. No, thanks. Yeah, I actually had to do that for the first time the other day, and it wasn't as bad as I thought, but like as soon as you get there, you're just like, ugh. Like, Dude, did I tell you my luck? When I went to send uh, the uh, the rings off the other day, I I walked into the post office. There was there were two people, um, there were two like cashiers or whatever, and there was no one else in line. And they both had customers, but no one else in line. And so I went up, I sent my stuff off, and then when I was walking out, there was a line literally out the door. I I I just picked like the very perfect time to go in there. It's a magic- if I had showed up 15 minutes later, it would have taken me an hour to get Yeah, there. you're right about that. It's, it's a magical thing that's been happening recently. That's happened to my wife and that's happened to me in different instances where it's like, you know, you you get to, uh, I've been to like a Walmart and I'll walk in and then I'll come out and there's like a line of 50 people and I'm like, holy crap, what's happening here? Or, you know, anything like that, like going into- I've got not- pretty good parking luck too. Have you have you run into that? Um, I, I mean, it's just normal just normal yeah i just like i drive over to albertson's and it's not a, a long drive for me you like anyway. to go later at night though no no i'm talking about during the day oh. so because they close at eight now daywalker so uh yeah yeah so i'm out there during the day uh you know soaking up those rays and everything 
my my body my body doesn't like it. I'm definitely a day walker. But yeah, I've been uh, you know pulling into parking lots and whipping right into you know that first spot right there uh, next to the handicap spots has been open like the last six times I've gone to the grocery store. I don't know what it is, and the whole place is full. Everything else is full. And I get that like really close one. So good good luck recently. I yeah, like that. There you go. I you know I really think people should be taking advantage. By the way, is they could have. They could technically, I mean, I guess you'd have to approve it and maybe have to get a little more couple bucks on it, but they could have like personalized Carl's Jr. videos from you of like you eating <laughs> Carl's Jr., right? I'm so sick of Carl's Jr., dude. I am now? so tired of it. Yeah, I really am. You got I back into it? No, no, I didn't get back into oh, it. Oh, you're just I, like repercussions just, of... Yeah, don't really want to go ever again. So uh, it's it's one of those. I just like, I beat it to death doing the videos. So... Uh, I'm sick <laughs> in the entire <laughs> Pull that clip. You beat it to death doing the video. <laughs> that took a second to register there. I Bogman. mean, that's for real. You know, it, it's, uh, it means multiple things. So, yeah, I think we should have, we should do a vote. We should have like a candy bar off hundred grand versus fifth Avenue. I, I, I don't know if that'll even be fair. I think hundred grand will crush fifth really? Avenue. Really? I think you just like fifth Avenue and that's fine. Wow, you really think so? I do. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a big candy bar person. I don't have candy bars a lot. I'm gonna put a so. poll out right now. What is better? And I'm gonna put what is it? Fifth Avenue. And what is yours? One hundred grand. One hundred grand. What is the um? Because these are both kind of like underrated. What is the better candy bar? That's, yeah. What, what is, is the, the better, better underrated yep, candy bar? Underrated candy bar. What is uh? What is better? God, what is the better underrated candy bar? Speak English. Let's see. All right, I'm gonna put this tweet out on the break, and then maybe uh, last segment we can kind of come back to it. So, uh, all right, we got to go to break though, I believe. Or do we still have another minute? We got another minute. What are you? Two weeks in a row you've done I know, this. I've done that. I've been trying to get out. Well, you know, a little shave here, a little shave there. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> we talked about nothing for... we we. This is the Seinfeld segment. We talked about nothing. We talked about why people aren't spending their hard-earned money that is being taken away from them on stupid, worthless videos with us. Very logical yeah, question. Yeah. We talked about underrated candy bars, and we now have a debate of Fifth Avenue versus 100 Grand. I'm actually shocked that you think hundred grand walks away with it, but maybe fifth Avenue is just a little too like underknown or unknown that you might be right. It's like, I can't remember. I know fifth Avenue is good. Um, okay. So here it is. Fifth Avenue is a candy bar. It is in 1936 consisting of peanut butter crunch layers in, uh, in robed in chocolate. It is produced by the Hershey company. Now let me look up 100 grand. Maybe we might have to do that after the break. All right, all right. Let's go to break then. Uh, when we come back, hey, more hard hitting stuff right here. Fifth Avenue, 100 grand. Why did we lose our daily show? I just can't imagine. I don't understand <laughs> it. All right, uh, Bogman Welsh. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports? That's the Twitter. Uh, the poll won't be available when you're up, but you can go back and look at it. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. In this league, we're back. Thank you guys for uh, checking us out, whether on the radio or the podcast. It is Bogman. It is Welsh. That's us. You can find us on Twitter at is it the Welsh at Bogman Sports, and you can check out our um, our very very I don't know long uh, standing Patreon. I, I couldn't really think of the word, but we've been there a while. Is all I'm saying. It's a uh, um, it's, it's like far. I mean, you sound like far away. On uh, <laughs> in from idiocracy, it's like it's like how far are we away? It's like. Far away, far right now. Yeah, all I'll say is we have a. It's a standard as our Patreon. I've been around for a long time, so it's not going anywhere. We have tons and tons of stuff. If you want to support us, you got. If you don't want to do your Welshios and Bogios, you can do it over on the the Patreon as well. By the way, this bastard over here on the break, I put out the tweet. This is ridiculous. I put out the tweet, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to retweet it from our In This League account. I look, and oh, somehow the In This League Twitter account. Voted and Bogman voted both for a hundred grand. So you have one You're painting me in the worst light. You have a, you have today. you are a cheater. You have cheated and uh, you have one extra vote on this one. So you're erroneous. like you're like give away all of your friends' secrets and then cheat. <laughs> I didn't even know I was and you on were the keeping money one. and you were keeping yeah, money. And from I'm, me. Yeah, and I'm stealing money from you. Apparently, why why would you work with me if I'm? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, listen. You cheating? Like you have a choice now. You but. cheating on this candy bar one is over the line. This is where <laughs> this is it. The, that, this, that's, that, the, that's the straw that broke the camel's back on in this league is a candy bar tweet. It might be. You know what my favorite thing is when we put out obscure like tweets and like people I've never seen before just like liking it and, and retweeting it and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, so that's what got you. <laughs> That's that was the thing that hooked you in. Okay, that's really cool, so guys. People don't care about sports at all, and all they care about is uh, candy bars. So, and then, you know what? Uh, respect, total respect. Yeah. So, something interesting. Let me know what you think about this. We don't ever talk about hockey because it's just not our wheelhouse. But um, according to Sportsnet, Sportnet's Elliot Friedman and Chris Johnson, the NHL and the Players Association with the NHL, the what the, the NHL, 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 and the NHLPA. Are working on a 24 team conference based playoff setup. So check this out. Previous reports had said that they would play, the NHL would play a number of like, quote, regular season games in some hub cities before launching into a postseason tournament. But it's sounding like the, quote, return to play committee is now embracing for a more creative approach. As outlined by Freeman and Johnson, I'm reading the RotoWire blurb, by the way. 
there would be this 2014 playoff bracket with the top four seeds in each division. So the East would be like Boston, Tampa, Washington, and Philly. And the West would be uh, St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas. They would all receive buys through the play-in round. And then you, so it would start off with a 16-team best-of-five opening round. Then after that, it would be best-of-sevens with those top seeds jumping back in. The teams and players still have to approve the proposal, but there is said to be discussions happening uh, from this on Thursday. I think that is awesome. I love it, man. I really, really like it. I mean, and just a huge tournament would be amazing. I do kind of, do you kind of feel bad for the six teams that just aren't going to play again? Yeah, who are those teams, by the way? I don't the real losers. Like teams. the lo- like the loser of losers, where hockey's just like, mm, don't worry about it. Set this one up, pal. <laughs> They're like, you know what? We're gonna call everyone back except for you because you're losers. Yeah. So, uh, I I love this idea. I think this is a fantastic idea for hockey. Uh, are I'd they gonna it. do? I'd, I'd watch too, by the way, because I'm not. I'm just not oh, a big hockey guy. We got. We've always had. Too Dude, much. I watched NASCAR yesterday. I haven't watched NASCAR in a decade. Did you really? And it was on. Yeah, it was on last night. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll watch this. Mm, and uh, it wasn't interesting at all. And I didn't care. Uh, I was recording some podcasts and it was just kind of on the television while I was doing that. And it was just okay. It, it felt like I said this in the group me rooms and I don't think anyone else watched. Uh, I, but it felt like a Thursday night football equivalent of a race because there were so many cautions and it was just like half the race was the, uh, the lead car going out and slowing everyone down and yellow flags and all that stuff. So it was like a you know, Thursday night football game with a bunch of penalties basically. But I love this idea. This is a fantastic this will get me to idea. Watch. This will get oh, me to they, watch. Are they going to do the, like the self-isolation, like hockey town deal, or are they going to do, um, or are they going to do just, um, you know, regular, you, you know, home, home ice advantage by the, and all that stuff. By the way, the only team that had been officially eliminated from the playoffs, 31 teams after Vegas, my, my apologies, by the way. So seven teams are out the Red Wings. So the Red Wings, Senators, Sharks, Kings, Ducks, uh, let's see, Devils and Sabres are all the, the losers. teams that would be out. Yeah. And they wouldn't even bother playing. Um, I don't know. I mean, it said originally they were talking about a regular season with Hub Cities, but I think you still have, I mean, at this moment, you know, Canada and U.S., they, they still have a, a block until July 1st of, you know, no one going over the border, but. You know, baseball, I mean, California has already relented and um, the governor of California has already talked about like, hey, listen, you know, we'd be open to baseball if everything stays normal in June. So I, I think there would be they would embrace some type of a, an, an agreement. Um, I, I don't know, though, and it doesn't talk about this. I, I assume I assume the hub city regular season thing, since things are getting taken out and trying to be more creative, I, I got to assume they probably just do normal travel, don't you think? Yeah, if you if they're waiting until July, why yeah, not? Yeah, you've already you taken know? some teams out of it, and they'd probably have, um, you know, the, I assume this is also because they're going to push it a little bit further, so they can do this, so they probably can travel. That's why they would come up with a plan, but I think it's really creative, and I think it's something that, you know, unfortunately, just like the KBO, like, I get excited thinking about it right now, but I don't know if it's long-term sustainable or anything like that, but it's a really cool way to you know, figure out how to make this all work right now. And and hockey and, and basketball are the ones that are 
they're kind of in the muck of this. Like baseball, their season hasn't even started, so they can just shorten it and try to keep things normal. These guys where there's a certain amount of games that are left and until the playoffs, I mean, basketball, what was the thing I had in basketball? I completely lost it uh, from earlier. Let me look here because the NBA, oh yeah. Yeah, going to Disney World? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there's, there's a Disney World, but they're also considering a just shortened 70 game season. So uh, apparently this has to do with like TV deals. It just requires them to have 70 games to fulfill their contracts that instead of, you know, because basketball has been at this point where they wait and then they would come back and then presumably just finish out and everything's later. They're now talking about shaving 12 games off of the actual season. So there'd probably only be like 10 or 12 games to play when they return and then it would go straight into playoff mode. And I don't, it doesn't sound like baseball is talking about doing anything like this, though I would say basketball should, and I think I said baseball, basketball, I don't believe is looking to do anything like this. They should consider something like this as well. Just cut off those bottom non-lottery or, you know, the lottery-based yeah. teams and do something just like this instead of even coming back to a regular season at this point. That's Why not? definitely been something that they've talked about, but I think what all the teams want, uh, because the playoffs in in basketball are just such a long and arduous you know, but what's the difference here? They're going to do a five game and then a seven game. What's the difference if hockey does it and they don't? Well, I don't, I don't, to be honest, I don't see any different. And I would probably just skip to the good stuff. You know what I mean? Um, especially in basketball, because basketball, I feel like is the sport where you're most likely, um, to, you know, tra transmit Corona because of, you know, it's a bunch of sweaty dudes rubbing up against each other for 48 minutes. And, uh, you know, it obviously spread pretty easy from Gobert to Christian Wood to other players. And that was, you know, you know, Gobert might have had it for three or four days at that point. So um, yeah, I think they should limit as much as they can. But I think the teams really want a ramp up time. They want like 10 to 12 games before the postseason starts. So they kind of want to finish the schedule off, which would just. You know, the NBA probably wouldn't start until the middle of July anyway, if it comes back this year. So uh, it would kind of push everything back. And then Mark Cuban had the idea and, you know, it's not his idea, but uh, he agrees with whoever's original thought this was that the NBA should be starting in December from now on. And I think it's a good idea, too, because TV is just such a bigger side of sports now. You know, it's way bigger uh, than it ever has been. So, you know, if you're pushing basketball to and what Cuban's suggestion was, wasn't just December. He said it should start on Christmas Day. That should be the tip off for the NBA. That's a great so, idea. I mean, you, you and I, from I think a, it's a really good. We've idea. always been selfish to everything, but like it, it is pretty ridiculous how much in competition. And it's a it's a nightmare. It's always been a nightmare for you and I, because as you're trying to do football, like you're losing valuable time where basketball prep is kind of right. done and they intersect each other uh, in a really weird way. And basketball also drags on. Um, I don't know. Basketball feels like it drags on a little bit too. So I, either way I am all for a late December Christmas day start of basketball. I think it is a killer idea. And I think, you know, we've talked about how like the NBA itself we've seen through their NBA fantasy game they don't even do marketing of their own fantasy stuff until December in that second right. wave. And they're like, Hey, come play because football. So why even start before then? You yeah. know what Well, I mean? it's because they always have the, the only difference yeah. here is th this is why, you know, I've been saying, I just did a, um, 
I just did an interview with Jim Callis over on Prospect One, which people can hear. That one dropped on Friday, and it was kind of talking about some of the mock drafts for the upcoming um, MLB draft on June 10th and 11th and going through kind of the tools of players. But we spent about 15 or 20 minutes just talking about the setup and how things are different in the draft. And, you know, I told him, and he agrees to an extent, that the the situation that we're in with what's going on, it's an opportunity for sports to kind of pigeonhole ideas they want, and it's easier to push things through. And there are so many things across multiple sports that I think are, this is the opportunity to make it be a permanent change. Like, I, I didn't even know this, I found out, but apparently next year's MLB draft, it's already been agreed that it's going to be 20 rounds. I didn't even hear that or see that. So oh, wow. it's not going to be go back to 40 and it's not going to be five. It's already be agreed that it'll, it'll be 20, though it could get talked down a little bit. It won't be more than 20. So you just have these situations where things league, are starting to make sense. Well, you leagues are, I mean? leagues are getting their opportunity bogs and, and to your, and back to just what you're saying, this like, this is an opportunity for basketball because of all the craziness. They can justifiably push the season to December for next year and then they could like it so much that they just make it a permanent thing. Something they probably wouldn't have really easily been able to do in any other circumstance. Yeah, I think maybe the one issue that you're going to have with this is when you know when the Olympics start, because you know we've always sent the best NBA players over, and obviously there's a lot of players in the NBA that are representing different countries as well. So I think that might be one of the the biggest issues with just starting it in December, but you're not going to have every single player still in the playoffs when the Olympics fires up. I don't think I could be mistaken, but uh, you know, the summer Olympics are, are, you know, that's when the in June and July would be when the playoffs are. So uh, maybe that's the biggest issue that I see, but I think, yeah, who cares? I think it makes Olympics. sense. I don't, you know. Uh, I mean, I like watching the Olympics. It's fun. You'd only watch like, curling right now because it's the only thing. That's the only right. reason you it's, would do it that. It would be just like the NASCAR I just watched, and I would not be into it at all. And it's the same thing, unfortunately, with the KBO. I do like the KBO and everything, but it's on too late, and that's me saying that. And I stay up late every single night of my life. I never go to bed early. So, uh, it, you know, it's just not something that I can get into. Um, and it was also weird seeing, you know, all the cars going around and around and around and no one in the stands, not a single person. Why didn't they think of, uh, selling out sex the dolls? Yeah. Putting sex dolls in there, of course, or just laying tarp over all of those seats and having advertisements. I got to tell you, I literally, I don't think there is enough discussion in any of these sports of thinking outside the box. I think it's people that are. They're trying to um, they're trying to plug the current hole. You know what I'm saying? So like they're not right. thinking. There's no forward thinking. There's just like how can we fix the problem? Because you're absolutely right. If I'm NASCAR and we're getting back and there's no fans in the stands, sell some more advertisements. There are you know obviously the smaller companies aren't looking to do stuff, but you're telling me you don't this open opportunity where NASCAR can go. Hey, by the way, there's no other sport out there. More people will be watching it than ever. And we have these new opportunities because there's no fans that we are going to put these big tarps up and we're going to sell these, um, these you know, fan sponsorships that are out there. You're telling me that you're not going to get teams to buy into that? You are a crazy person. Big companies would want to spend money and everyone's aware of the eyes that I are mean, going to be put on it. Companies buy the name of the race. Why do you think you have the Coca-Cola 600, you know? And, and and all of those type of things. I, I think that it's a fantastic idea. 
I think there's all kinds of marketing things that we're not thinking of right now. And Fifth Avenue, Fifth right. Avenue should be buying a because this this <laughs> we're going to talk about the results when we come back. I'm very disappointed, and you can take a guess where this is going. <laughs> Fifth Avenue should be out there. Hershey should buy a Fifth Avenue bannership in the NASCAR uh, stands for their candy bar because people apparently forgot how good it is and that you can even get it, or if it has been discontinued. I should write you know that. What's in. funny is I don't remember. I mean, I know I've had a Fifth Avenue before because I'm an American, but uh, I remember Fifth Avenue in like the Halloween candy bunch. Do you remember that? Like the little mini Fifth Avenue it was in sure. like a clear wrapper and it was it was a little bit different from the regular candy bar. Like I think when you get a normal candy bar, you open it up and it's like a mini version of the regular candy bar. But the Fifth Avenue one was just different. It was kind of harder. And um, didn't have a bunch of chocolate on the outside and stuff. It's all chocolate. And That's all Fifth Avenue is. It's chocolate on the outside with like crispy wafer. Like almost, I just read it off in the description. I know. They so, say, by the way, it has not been advertised since 1993. But it's still go. available in some small retailers. This is my Chris McBrien moment. Send me your Fifth Avenue. Like he couldn't apparently get, uh, <laughs> what was it? French berries? Sugary cereal. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because Squirrely Dan is actually a stand-up comedian from Letterkenny, and he has a whole bit about how uh, Canadians are missing out on the cereal that America has. Yeah. Well, I'm missing so. out on the Fifth Avenue, and I'm telling Hershey they need to get out there. Let's bring it back. Let's let's fight the Butterfinger, <laughs> and NASCAR is the place to do it. Let's have forward thinking. Let's advertise. You're like, what's his name in Clerks, too? You're bringing it back? I'm bringing it back, man. I'm bringing it back. Hershey should be out there advertising on NASCAR's place. There needs to be forward thinking. All right, when we come back, we're going to look at the results, which is in my favor, and uh, a few more things. Uh, some NFL weirdness with a couple dudes. A couple dudes just being guys, being a little bit weird. So we'll be right back in the city. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. is this it's in this league what how can we be expected to teach scott bogman and chris welsh to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building in this league has to be at least 
three times bigger than this. Welcome back. Final segment, hour two of In This League. You know what that means? That means Bubba's coming up. Bogman, I've told you I want you to poke that bear. Poke that Bubba mm-hmm. bear. Let's get him worked up. Bubba's got great takes. Bubba, he, <laughs> um, he's, he's got some... You want him to give his Twitter takes? I mean, he's got some, there's, there's some Welsh in him, you know, like he'll break out with that. Just like, I can't take it anymore. And he'll just start going off about stuff. <laughs> I can take a few of those. I'm just saying poke around. I know you talk about a story we're going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, update the there's chicanery going on with this voting. There's no chicanery. People apparently don't remember. And I don't think there's just a relative. Uh, what there's did a I recency. say before we started? This. There's just not a recency to it because a hundred grand. No, th- though there is not a ton of voting. I'll be honest with you. I'm very shocked that people aren't taking the candy bar takes when we're recording this. But seventy eight percent say that hundred grand is the better underrated candy bar. And I just think those are people that haven't had a Fifth Avenue in uh, ever maybe. But I'll be honest with you, I don't remember what a hundred grand tastes like at all. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I have the description here. You want me to read it off to you? I mean, you so read it off, but... here we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, 100 Grand is a candy bar produced by the Ferrero Candy Company, a subsidiary of Ferrero. The candy bar was created in 1964. It weighs 1.5 ounces and includes chocolate, caramel, and crisp rice. The bar contains 201 calories. It is low in cholesterol and sodium, but high in saturated fat and sugar. Which one is this? It's 100 Grand? slogan is, that's rich. Yes, 100 okay. Grand. That's rich, I thought there honest. was marshmallow. Uh, I guess I'm wrong. I thought there was but... too. So, it, because that sounds like a Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue is like the crispy wafer type thing inside of it with peanut yeah, butter yeah, and the, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. The consistency is the same for both of them. But the Fifth Avenue, to be honest, if I'm reading off the dis- this description, Fifth Avenue sounds better. No, it, it sounds better because it has peanut butter in it. But... I feel like you and I should have a, a candy bar off. We should a hundred grand in person. Well, in person versus the Fifth <laughs> Avenue. Or maybe we should just both get one and I do a video. If, look, look on Amazon and see if if they sell Hershey sells like a sampler pack of all of the lesser known Ooh, candy okay. bars. Let's see. Hershey sampler pack. That's a good idea. You know a I guy that has a Hershey, uh, don't you? Oh yeah, I can probably get us hooked up. Oh, could well, let's have, make it happen. Let's let's yeah. have. Well, a, I'll ask. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't really see any. Let's see, like hundred grand candy bar. Let's see what they've got for hundred grand. See, they still they've got like the bag of minis, and you can get you can get sixteen bars for twenty four dollars, Bogman. So you know maybe that uh, Rob's uh, Boggio uh, Itlio could get you a sixteen pack of a uh, hundred grand bars, and then let me go back and look at my Fifth Avenue. I mean, unless you can get us hooked up, and um, yeah, yeah, I'll look, I'll I'll, I'll look and see. So. Yeah, they probably got some Fifth Avenue bars hiding in some Office Max somewhere or something like that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they have some. What stuff, is this? Right? This looks gross. Called a Neo N E O H candy bar, low carb protein and candy bar, a Kato snack snack with lower sugar. It might as well be a Cliff Bar. Well, Cliff you Bars are good. Z- you remember Zero Bars? No. Okay, so this is I. It's a candy bar composed of a combination of caramel peanut and almond nougat, covered with a layer of white chocolate fudge. It's outwardly white color, an unusual color for a candy bar, uh, has become its trademark. A zero bar. You know what looks yeah. amazing is a Mars bar. I don't. I remember the name, but I don't remember them. I'm you don't remember Mars bars? I feel like Mars is just chocolate and caramel. It, it looks like there's coconut with peanut inside of it. Really? Yeah, it looks really. I, I good. like coconut. A lot of people don't like it. I do too. I, I'm I'm not too picky on um, 
on candies. I don't like candies a ton. I'm not like, you know, oh, I got to have some candy in the house all the time or anything like that. But I am, you know, uh, I'm not picky. I'll eat pretty much any candy. You know, bar. it does the, not look the good. The only thing that I've had that's gross is like uh, when, when we were uh, we were ripping off a podcast that we used to listen to the Welsh yeah. at my work and everyone was bringing in different snacks and someone brought in like these seaweed cracker things. No, those and are the worst all- things on the planet. Yeah, those yeah. are the worst. This I don't think I'm a big fan of. It's called Chunky. And it looks like uh, it's like a silver with little lines. It looks like a lot of others. I'm trying. It looks like a baby Ruth wrapper. BBW is definitely out for you. you yeah, know. but this is milk chocolate with peanuts and raisins. Oh, I mean, man. it doesn't sound horrible, milk but with peanuts and raisins. So I don't like. I'm not like the biggest raisinette person, but you know, people turn their nose up at them. They're fine. Yeah, I, I chocolate covered raisin. Uh, it's hard to ruin stuff with chocolate. I guess. You know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like a chocolate-covered um, cricket sounds gross. Yeah, yeah, or you know, chocolate-covered enchilada. Would you be afraid? Like would you be scared that you would like one of those like chocolate-covered crickets or ants or something? Well, would you be afraid I'm to allergic, do it? I'm allergic. to ants. Okay, not so, ants. So cricket. Like, uh, like, what would it take for you to eat a chocolate-covered cricket? Probably not much. I mean, I would try one. To be honest with you, but I d- I just can't imagine liking it because it doesn't matter how good the chocolate is. You're going to feel that crunch. You know what I mean? When you bite down, you're going to feel that crunch and you know what it is. What a sell. And it's just gross. So (laughs) what a sell. Uh, All right. So the candy battle, 76% on a hundred grand right now. So uh, hit your guy up right now. Text him. Be like, hey, could you hook us up with some hundred grand and fifth Avenue bars? I will. It's for for a job thing. It's for business. (laughs) It's for a business. Corporate. Right. But we'll promote Hershey. You know, we have nothing bad to say about Hershey at all. We have. We're not at all assuming that the chocolate is so unchocolatey overseas that they don't call it chocolate. Vagran, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, God damn. You're, I get, that that was your mad laugh. I can't do two things at once. So, oh, okay. Uh, you know, I'm saying a text now. Why don't you read off? Because didn't we get new proposals? Oh, from? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, uh, let me pull that back up because I went away from it. On the break, or two days ago, as you guys are listening to this, um, Jeff Passan reported via Joel Sherman that the PA has delivered its official proposal. And apparently Joel Sherman got some uh, some details on it. So I'm going to read off just a couple tweets real quick of what he learned. So in a two-part tweet, and then there's like two more to add. He says, the PA sent its response to MLB's health and safety proposal, and the union said its response was wide-ranging and included a a testing frequency, protocols for positive tests, in-stadium medical personnel, protections for high-risk players and family, access to pre- and post-game therapies and sanitation protocols. Furthermore, in conversations, this is according to Joel Sherman, uh, in conversations with players and agents, heard that the players were hoping, among many other things, to get the restrictions lifted on the showering issue at stadiums, which we had kind of talked about, especially before going on the road, I guess. I don't know what, I mean, don't they have a shower at home before they go on the road? I don't know what the problem (laughs) with that is, but okay. Well, no, 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 because a lot of them on getaway days, you bring your luggage to the stadium and then you leave from the stadium after the game to the, the airport. So the players are wanting this stuff to get lifted, and they wanted a lift, which we kind of talked about, on the bands of uh, items like the hydrotherapy pools, which help for uh, recovery. Players also want the test volume increased, they're asking for. So more testing daily would be best 
to allow even greater comfort and fewer restrictions within the clubhouse and ballpark. So they're saying if they if everyone gets tested daily, you can justify having the pools open, having being able to hit inside the cages and stuff like that. Um, question will be if MLB can get enough tests without depleting from what is publicly needed to make it happen. This is all according to uh, Joel Sherman. So um, the union responded. He's got an article up on the NY Post. MLB is going to apparently will send financial info to the PA. On, this happened on Friday, so we're recording before this has happened. But apor- apparently there is going to be a um, the the no MLB is sending the financial information to the PA tomorrow, and that is the right order to follow. While solving health and safety should be first and most beneficial to getting a deal. So that's all Joel Sherman stuff. So a little bit of info on uh, where so- baseball stands. But no money. Well, he just said uh, the financial. I don't know if he said the financial stuff they're going to send based on based on um, all of the restrictions and stuff. Or I think he was I think he was assuming that was the PA's counter proposal to the safety regulations and that MLB on Friday sent to the Players Association the newest uh, financial proposal. So because I think that was the next step was baseball was going to send an updated proposal uh at least in conversation because we never actually had by the way an official one it was just owners are going to want players to take a revenue split but that was actually never sent in a formal offer this is the formal offer that's sent and it's essentially the one where baseball is going to be like here's what we got good luck if you want to counter proposal so this is a big one because this is going to be yeah. are the are the owners going to have the audacity after everything to still ask for a revenue split? Yeah, you know, once again, I hate that we just keep beating the drum on this, but it's uh, they they negotiated the contracts in March and now they're changing again. So yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's it's really strange. I I hope this gets settled, but I think that they're going to have to put some type of uh, you know therapy pools and stuff like that maybe they just have to be properly scrubbed after every game but like the guys that go and sit in those ice tubs and the pitchers that have you know all that type of stuff on their arm after the game they're going to need that same stuff yeah so uh you can't ask them to not do it and then not take a shower and then go home and do their own like what are you going to have an ice pool in your house you know i'm sure some of these guys can afford it and maybe some of these guys even have it already but you shouldn't be asking them to pay for that stuff out of pocket. Well, I don't think they do. They're just saying deal with it, you know? Yeah. Just don't. Like, don't do it. But then the players are worried about it. I I think um, baseball, it's logical. You know, if they can increase the testing to daily, they can knock off a decent amount of this stuff. You know, like, you're probably going to have to, guess what? You're going to have to deal with not spitting and not the seeds and stuff like that, but the indoor cages and the the therapies and stuff like that, that's, that's really important. That's going to be important overall. So that's what a daily, um, that's what the daily testing would kind of be a, a cure for, if you will. It would kind of right. fix some of that and justifiably be able to take that out of the stuff. All right. We got like, I think, I think baseball is afraid of the daily testing because of the look. Yeah. You no, know? it's a bad look. A hundred percent. I yeah. mean, that's why they're trying, they continuously try to keep being like, Oh yeah, yeah, you know, we, we're going to just use our lab and we're going to do our own test. But then, you know, you're never going to get away from 4,000 million people going, well, why don't you take those tests and give it to the public? You know, so that's the battle that, that baseball is just going to have to be comfortable with is can, can they produce the amount of tests that's being asked for? And they're just going to have to take the hit because 
there will never everybody will ask that question if you're making these why can't we all have them not just for baseball unfortunately okay. i got you um we have we tease the football thing set me up because we only got about five minutes you and bubba can pick back up with this but i don't even remember what the issue was we actually talked about this in the black book where it was like for some reason football has really stepped up their game uh, football players getting arrested for different things i know the quentin dunbar situation was weird and it keeps getting weirder and what the hell is going on with it so here's just the synopsis it's quentin dunbar and deandre baker and uh the two players are accused of stealing money and watches while holding firearms according to the arrest war multiple witnesses allege that baker ordered another suspect wearing a red mask to shoot an individual who entered during the incident according to the affidavit and uh they have both pleaded not guilty to all eight charges tied to the incident uh, last week, and those include, um, you know, armed robbery with a firearm, which is a serious sentence. Uh, so, um, and also there's weird stuff in here. I mean, everyone is finding all the memes of DeAndre Baker, like pointing a fake gun at people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everyone's finding those. And then Quentin Dunbar, uh, apparently, the five people that said, that Quentin Dunbar was absolutely there and uh, he had a gun pointed on people and all that stuff have since recanted mm. that Quentin Dunbar was there and are now saying that he was not there and they've never seen him in their entire life, these people. And because of that, the uh, Florida General Attorney's Office is going to look at perjury for these people that said, yes, that's him. That's the guy who held the gun on me. And now all five of them are saying no. So you know what that sounds like, the Welsh. It sounds like uh, someone got into their pocket and said, hey, maybe there's 10 grand if you never saw me. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and so, something so like wait, that. Who, so wait, who are they saying Dunbar is it? Because there's Dunbar, another. Dunbar apparently is now, he said he said he has witnesses that can cooperate. So who, what is Baker's, what is Baker's uh, role in this? He held a gun on a bunch of people for Dunbar. No, not for Dunbar. They were both. I think they were both holding. They're not the only two involved. I think there was another person. So, uh, there was multiple people robbing someone and two of them were NFL players. So, because so. there's a new thing up that says, uh, Deandre Baker's lawyer says they're going to sue Quentin Dunbar's lawyer for a tweet that slandered Baker. So I guess, um, oh, God, uh, Who was that guy thinking? Mike Greco, which I don't know if which lawyer he is, says, if according to the accusers, our client... Okay, so this is uh, Dunbar's lawyer, the guy that uh, Baker's lawyer wants to sue. It says, if according to the accusers, our client Dunbar lost a bunch of money earlier in the week at some gambling party, suggesting he had motive, why did the organizer text Dunbar about not knowing about the prior party and what went down? Answer, because he wasn't there. So then there's a tweet and a text that says... You missed some good money yesterday, bro. Dolphin players, Dre Baker even beat him. We beat him at a 10K on the game, and then it it was shooting dice about another 60K out there. So this good is a God. screenshot of the tweet. Then Greco says, so did the victims, quote, accuse, or did the, quote, victims accuse the wrong guy of robbery, or did they fabricate this motive just like they did the whole rest of the case? Good thing I can account for Quentin's whereabouts all three days prior to the alleged robbery for good measure. So... They um, so Look, Baker's lawyer like wants Quentin, to sue him yeah. for protecting his client. Yeah, it seems like Quentin Dunbar is going to get out of this, whether he was involved or not. 
and DeAndre Baker might be screwed. And DeAndre Baker was a first-round pick by the Giants just last year. Was it last so, year? Yeah, I don't understand why NFL players get wrapped up in this nonsense. Listen to know? this, too. It says, uh, I guess the, the lawyer for Baker, his name is Patrick Patel, said uh, Patel plans to go after Greco for tens of millions of dollars in a libel slander suit. Patel said a tweet Greco posted Wednesday slanders Baker uh, because it infers he participated in illegal, gam- illegal gambling. And Patel said Greco slandered Baker's reputation in the public by referring that uh, inferring that was him in the video wow talk about this with bubba bubba's gonna have some takes here weird 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 stuff uh that bogman and bubba will be uh talking about here in hour three more football more in this league action i'm out of here good night now in this league hour three coming up sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com hey everyone it's michelle williams and i love being able to share my story with you on my podcast checking in with michelle williams where my guests and i we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys and i'd love for you to join me hey it's gonna be your church and your turn up so listen to checking in with michelle williams every tuesday a part of the black effect on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts